welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Monday, May 3rd, and it was a pretty mellow day. Do you think traders will follow the Wall Street saying, sell in May and go away? So I am personally not a big believer of the whole sell in May and go away adage. Yes, from 1950 to 2013, stocks did underperform during this period. But in the last eight years, it has just not even been close to true. Today's action, though, does not help my own personal narrative. We got some massive divergences out there today. There's no way of looking at tech and saying it looks anything other than awful. Amazon has now officially given up all its earnings gains as it closed down 2.5% today. On the flip side, we got some major relative strength out of energy, healthcare, and consumer discretionary stocks. These have been dubbed the reopening sector or the value names as tech and growth stocks continue to show weakness. It seems like tech wants to drag the rest of the market down with it as the S&P gave up its gains to close marginally green today. Retail names remain very strong today. It's been all about the reopening names the past couple of weeks. Gap up 10%, Nordstrom closed up 6%, and Ralph Lauren also gained around 3% on the day. We had the blowout earnings from the mega cap tech names, and most of these names still seem pretty stuck in the mud. We'll see if they can rebound later this week. On the crypto front, it seems that the move lower in Bitcoin to 47K two weeks ago was a short-term bottom as it trades comfortably above 57K at this point. Ethereum is separating itself from the pack as it is explosively breaking out currently up 12% on the day to the 32-3300 range and up around 50% in the past nine days. You wonder at this point if the enthusiasm in the crypto markets have drained the more speculative juice out of the stock market with value stocks seemingly the only things to catch bids lately within the equity market. Apple and Epic Games, the creator of Fortnite, squared off in court today in a trial that could reshape the relationship between software developers and app store operators. Epic sued Apple over monopolistic practices. Not the first time we've heard that. What's the latest here? So Epic Games is coming at Apple, not for monetary damages, but aims to unlock Apple's so-called walled garden for itself and all app developers. This is really about Apple taking a 30% cut from the app store on digital sales. This isn't the first time we've heard this. Spotify is currently in a similar legal battle with Apple. Epic's argument is the iPhone and the App Store ecosystem is so ingrained in society that they've become a market themselves. The App Store generated $17 billion in Apple's first quarter earnings last week for those keeping score at home. Epic believes the system is in place to keep users forced to purchase from there and wants alternative options such as allowing other App Stores and payment options besides Apple's own on the store. Google's Android software has around 2 billion active smartphones in the market and they allow alternative ways to download apps, leaving customers with choices, something not seen on the Apple's App Store. So this case is in the first inning as it kicked off today. We'll keep a close eye on it. If Epic wins the suit, it could lead to some major changes. Companies like Spotify and Netflix don't even allow you to buy some subscriptions through the app store as they don't want Apple taking 30% of their sales. So big implications for some big tech names here. Audio only content continues to be the talk of the town. Today, Twitter announced that every account with more than 600 followers will be able to host an audio only space and a bunch of other interesting features. Is it time to pour one out for clubhouse? Pour one out clubhouse to the grave, huh? Twitter officially announced a whole slew of new offerings with its audio only offering spaces. 
Today, we first heard about a ticketed option. This was pretty expected as the social media giants weren't going to let Clubhouse have all the audio fun. So now everyone with at least 600 followers on Twitter can host a space where they can sell tickets to their audience and choose the price and quantity. Twitter said hosts will earn a majority of the money, but will have to kick some back to Twitter, adding another source of revenue for themselves. They're tinkering around with co-hosting and scheduling options. All this really tells me, as you were saying before, is that the days are really numbered for Clubhouse. In February, during the height of the Clubhouse madness, they had 9. 6 million downloads from the App Store. Last month, they did less than 10% of that total with around 900,000 downloads, which I would consider falling off a cliff. They do have solid customer retention numbers, but user growth has clearly tapered off. Now Twitter is upping their audio offering with new features so hosts get paid. All of this is just really bad news for Clubhouse. We'll have to watch if Twitter can gain traction with spaces over the next few weeks and coming months. Chegg collapsed 8% during today's session. But the stock is gapping up after hours. The company released earnings that missed earnings per share estimates, but beat revenue expectations. What's next for Chegg? Chegg is, of course, an online education company that was a big beneficiary of lockdowns and the pandemic. They offer everything from online textbooks to tutoring services, among other student services. The stock got decimated today as we spoke earlier about speculative names getting taken to the woodshed. These earnings were not very good when we look at the growth the company exhibited in past quarters. This quarter will be compared with the pre-pandemic quarter of last year. So in that aspect, the growth will appear solid. Revenue is up 51% year over year, for example. It sounds great. But this company should be ramping up growth every single quarter. And those revenues were actually down from Q4 in 2020. It's tough to compare these earnings to pre-pandemic numbers, in my opinion, when this company really found some utility during that time. They're still growing, of course, but the growth seems to be slowing as we're looking ahead to life out of the pandemic. The company was down 8% today in the open market. So gapping up 5% on these earnings is still below today's opening price. We'll see what the market really thinks of these earnings tomorrow during market hours. All righty, Shake. Well, that's all we got for today. Activision, CBS, and Lyft are expected to release earnings tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.